Tonight, I have a cold, so this will be a short show on this edition of Multiverse Tonight. There are many universes out there. Welcome to the one with news about all the others. This is Multiverse Tonight. Now, here's your host, Thomas Townley. Hello all. Welcome to episode 11 of Multiverse Tonight. I'm your humble host, Thomas Townley. This episode was recorded on October 23rd, 2018, and as you can tell, I have a chest cold that's dropped my voice down into the basement. So I'm going to keep this show very, very short. So uh, if if I can, next week I'll uh, record an episode with mo- with with the inform with uh, most of the information I got. That I, that I originally had for this episode, so uh, look look to your feeds for that. But in the meantime, uh, I'm just going to present basically one story on each on each subject that I think is uh, you know something you need to know right now. Something you can talk to your friends around the water cooler, I guess. Anyway, uh, if you want more, check out multiversetonight.com. To see show notes, affiliate links, and occasional original column, and much, much more. Now, let's get on with the show. Star Wars news. We have some news about Favreau's upcoming The Mandalorian series. First up is word that the Stormtroopers have been spotted on the set of the Disney streaming service show. The pics have shown up on makingstarwars.net. If you remember that the show takes place post-Return of the Jedi and before the rise of the First Order. So while the Empire is over, is over, the organization isn't all dead yet. Speculation is that on the edges of the galaxy, former Imperials have taken over and are trying to regroup. Or even former troopers are in hiding in order not to be tried and executed for their crimes. We'll know more as we get closer to the launch sometime next year. And while we're on the subject of the Mandalorian, a couple of big names have been rumored to appear in the show. Tiki Watiti and Bryce Dallas Howard both have been confirmed on the directing side of the camera, and the report from the discussing film says that they might show up in front of the camera as well. So Lil's rumors about what characters they might play are then that Watiti would play a droid. So what do you think Bryce would pl- could play? Let's check out some Star Trek news. Mary Chifo, who plays Lorel on Discovery, revealed during the Discovery panel at New York Comic Con that the reason of Klingons were bald during Discovery's first season was, quote, So in the spirit of Discovery, we took that one little beautiful seed that was planted from er- an earlier iteration and kind of expanded on that. And we see that in a time of war, the Klingons would shave their heads, and in a time of peace, we start to grow it back. I really love the symbolism of that, unquote. Now, some fans have already pointed out that the Klingons were already bald in the show before they started their war with the Federation. But Chifo, 
points out that the 24 great houses were already at war with each other prior to the series. A civil war counts as war, so the Klingons. So, do the Klingons grow out this, tra grow out this tradition by the 24th century when they have the war with the Cardassians during Deep Space Nine? Chifo came with a has an answer, saying, quote, The Dominion War takes place more than 100 years after the events of Discovery. Traditions change and are lost to time. Most of what Takufa predicted about homogenization and assimilation of the Klingon race occurred after the explosion of Praxis and subsequent political shifts. This makes me feel... Unquote. This kind of makes me feel better about the Discovery Klingons slightly. Slightly. Now, let's take a look at uh, some news from, uh, from the DC Universe. CBS, the original home of Supergirl, is taking another chance on a DC TV series. Variety reports that the network has ordered a pilot for Secret Six, from writer and executive producer Rick Morgai, with Bill Lawrence and Jeff Ingold as executive producer. The report says that the show, quote, follows six morally ambiguous strangers, each with their own unique specialties and secret pasts. They're brought together by an enigmatic figure who blackmails them into working as a team to expose the corruption of the corporate and political elite, unquote. By the way, if this show makes it to air, it'll be the 13th DC Comics live-action show, and one of the rare ones not run by Greg Berlanti. Now, I'd also like to get in here a quick review of the DC Universe series Titans. I was able to watch the first episode of the show, of the show and I must say, it's actually pretty good. The trailers uh, made it seem worse than it actually was. You find Dick Grayson, new to the Detroit PD, trying to get away from being Robin and Batman for some unknown reason. With his past crossed with a young girl with amazing supernatural abilities who is being hunted by an unknown group. We also get introduced to a young lady named Corey Anders who wakes up not knowing who she is or how she ended up where she is. And you also meet Beast Boy for a hot minute. Now, the most talked about moments in the trailer, which is the bleep Batman moment, is not that bad we put the show in the con in the context of the moment. I'm going to recommend uh, you actually watch the show. Go ahead and um, the first two episodes are right now. Get like the free trial, watch those two episodes, and go from there. Okay? Now, let's go ahead and uh, check out the Marvel News story. Iron Fist is dead. That's the show Iron Fist. That's the, the show Iron Fist, of course, which has been canceled after two seasons on the everyone's approved Netflix. However, it might not be the end of Iron Fist's story. Entertainment Weekly has confirmed that Iron Fist will appear in the MCU now. E in the MCU. Now, EW's report doesn't make it clear if it will be on the other Netflix Marvel series or where it will be on Disney's new streaming service. Or could he be put into another series altogether? 
After cancellation, an image of Danny Rand with a yellow mask of the lower half of his face was put on the show's Twitter page with the word immortal on it. So I guess we'll just have to put a little pin in that. Now there was more bad news. Just when it seemed that Luke Cage had secured that season 3, Netflix canceled the show. Sweet Christmas, this sucks. Who knows if this means that we'll stay here for a higher series on the Disney streaming service or something else. Now this follows Daredevil, which starts its third season this month, and Jessica Jones, which was ordered to a third season in April. Now let me get a drink, and then we'll go on to some geek news. Now, for geek news, we got word from the set of the Oracle that Season 2 has wrapped up production, and the ship also made a special appearance in the annual Treehouse of Horror episode on the seasons. They also had a wrap party where creator and captain Seth MacFarlane entertained the crowd singing Sinatra, and the crew received personalized bottles of Johnny Walker bourbon. By the way, then the Orville uh, staff by the way, the Orville staff needs some scientific knowledge, so they called on world-famous big-gun astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson. 14 episodes, Season 2, will start airing December 30th on Fox. Now, some sad news to close out the show. Uh, Celeste Yarnell has passed away. Celeste is probably best known to fans as guest-starring as Yeoman Martha Landon in the Star Trek episode, The Apple. But she also acted opposite Elvis Presley in the movie Live a Little, Love a Little. Celeste had other credits from movies like 1963's The Night Professor to Piece of Blood in 1971, and TV shows like The Man from Uncle, Hogan's Heroes, and Columbo. Celeste Yarnell died at her home in Westlake Village from ovarian cancer. She was 74. And that's all the news we'll give you tonight. Wizard World is closing 2018 out strong with cons in Austin, Texas, Sacramento, California, and Madison, Wisconsin. Wizard World guests this year have included the Winter Soldiers, Sebastian Stan, Jason Aquaman Momoa, Ray Cyborg Fisher, and Ezra the Flash Miller in the Justice League movie, Dave Bautista and Tom Clemteeth from Guardians of the Galaxy, Natalie Dormer and Sean Bean, from Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings actors Billy Boyd and Sean Austin, and fan favorites like Michael Rosenbaum, Jules Satie, Charisma Carpenter, Henry Winkler, and many more. Use our coupon code MULTIVERSE at checkout for 20% off the cost of your tickets. Get your tickets today. Now, uh, you can just use the code MULTIVERSE for 20% off admission to any 2018 Wizard World show. The final one on the schedule is Madison, Wisconsin at the end of November. Be sure to check out our social media, Twitter, at MultiverseCom, and on Facebook and Instagram. And if you'd uh, like to contribute some money, please do so at uh, ko-fi.com slash multiverse, or on Patreon as well. And be sure to visit multiversetonight.com and check out our affiliate marketplace, show notes, and more. If you're a subscriber, be sure to share us with your friends, and if you're brand new to the show, please be sure to subscribe and leave us 
with some and leave us some feedback and let us know how we're doing. Special thanks to Lobo Loco for our theme music. Thanks for watching Multiverse tonight. We might be back in next week, but we'll definitely be back in two weeks. Now, please exit the universe in orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse tonight is a production of Half Baked Genre Productions. Copyright 2018. All right.